0: Hi, and welcome to the Paper Matters Podcast, hosted by Ashley Madak, the creative and brand manager for Domtar Paper. The Paper Matters Podcast is a paper-focused listening experience that will celebrate and inspire the evolving world of the paper, printing, and business industries. In each episode, we'll share the variety of essential roles that Domtar Paper and Print Support play for a number of businesses every day.
1: very first Paper Matters podcast. Today, I'm joined by Vanessa Carr, the Director of Marketing at Domtar Paper. And today, we're going to discuss all things content marketing at Domtar Paper, from the beginning, the evolution, to what this means for the industry, to finally, our brand new podcast. Thanks for joining me today, V. Hey,
2: thank you. I'm excited. This is going to be fun.
1: (laughs) So um, let's start from the beginning. When and how did content marketing begin at Domtar?
2: So um, I would say probably, I don't know, close to 10 years ago, we started creating small pieces of content that we wanted to share out and really trying to differentiate the way that Domtar went to market, not just always talking about our products, but really talking about the benefit and how customers could interact with paper and how paper could help take their projects to the next level. Um, It all started when we really tried to start focusing directly with commercial printers and getting messages that would be completely relevant to them and help them build their business. Um, And that's what we started with Printworks. Um, And then from there we evolved and moved towards Blue Line where we really wanted to kind of pay homage to the printing industry with the Blue Line and, and build the gallery and build the blog. And then we launched our magazine, which was really exciting. Um, And then in the last couple of years, it's evolved yet again to really be more all-encompassing for all of the different paper channels by which we sell. Um, So really incorporating office supply, working from home, working in the office, um, some converting and inkjet, interviewing OEMs, um, but then still not leaving behind that, that core creative designer and commercial print audience that we sort of built a following with with the blue line in print work.
1: Yeah, and so um, content marketing is a very modern sort of marketing, I guess you could say, because it's not just show up and let me talk about myself. You're giving people resources they can actually use. So um, what do you think this means to the industry that we're devoting this, you know, th- we're creating an initiative to do this sort of thing?
2: I think it's super important because now more than ever, people have access to so much information. Um, you know we're we're hit left and right with messages, whether it's from our phone, from social media, billboards, online, television, um, in our mail, and so having that right message is really critical. And for us, it's really understanding who our target audiences are, who our customers are, who our readers are, and really making sure that we. We target those messages specifically toward them, and that our messages are meaningful and relevant. And we don't just show up and throw up about Domtar and who we are and what we do, but really thinking about what is the benefit that someone can get and what's the value in doing business with Domtar. And even if something doesn't necessarily result in a sale, if people can look back and say, oh, Domtar helped me during that period of time with the content that I needed to be successful with, with information about how to grow my business, when the time does come for them to need paper, they're going to think of Domtar first. And so for us, it's an opportunity for us to go full circle with our customers and our influencers and our end users and really be that resource for them, whether they need us right now for paper or they're going to need us in the future.
1: Yeah, and so we've actually used content that we create in a variety of ways. And one of the ways that we do that is, you know, we create it maybe, let's say, for um, the blog, but then we'll put some of those blogs together and do a presentation. And you've done a lot of presentations. And what sort of reactions have you received from those sort of presentations out in the print and creative communities?
2: You know, it's interesting because when we first started doing some of these presentations, people were a bit hesitant and apprehensive to let us in to do presentations because the typical mill presentation is, you know, I'm here to show you my swatch books and my latest printed collateral. And um, I'm going to tell you about how many paper machines I have and what my service looks like and really selling me, selling customers on the value proposition and all of that. But for us, it's really been um, it's been super beneficial for our customers to bring us in because we're not necessarily selling products, we're not necessarily um, pushing our SKUs down their throat. We're not we're not giving them information that they can access elsewhere. We are providing them with real um, data and stats and information that can help them move the needle in their business. And for the pre- many presentations that I've done, I've always gotten really great feedback I'm a little blunt and bold and some people don't like that about me but, um, <laughs> but other than that as far as the content goes um, you know it's been really it's been really helpful I, we've been able to help people see you know maybe an opportunity that they didn't didn't believe was possible in our industry whether it's social media or thinking about content differently or or doing research on your customers through social media and utilizing, Um, that information to enhance your sales calls. And and so it's really given us the opportunity to be a differentiator and to be um, a thought leader in that space. And when it comes to content, I think people do put Domtar in that top category of Domtar is delivering great content that's meaningful, relevant, on time, and going to help me in my business.
1: Yeah. And so speaking of those different types of content, um, what categories do you say that, you know, the types of content that we people can expect to see from us on a regular basis?
2: I think for sure you can expect to see things that have that creative slant that, you know, help you understand what the trends are in the creative industry and design. Um, Print is a big one that we spend a lot of time and effort, whether it's trends in new technology from an inkjet perspective, or um, if we're looking at digital and how things work together, um, different ways to communicate with customers by using new technology, whether it's variable data, variable imaging, um, the use of either augmented reality or QR codes, um, how you kind of bring all of your messaging together through omni-channel approach, um, how you coordinate all of those messages and remain consistent for your customers. Um, especially now with this new season that we're in, um, you can expect content about productivity and working from home and transferring that. Office environment into a different environment, and how all of those things work together. Um, You can also expect some paper advocacy things around maybe literacy and education, and how those things work together for children to help them learn better with paper. Um, And then there's uh, an entire specialty business that we have, which is kind of fun. Um, And so you might see things that you didn't necessarily expect from a paper company. Um, come to life, whether it's food service or food packaging or medical gowns or Q-tips and see how paper in your everyday life kind of comes together.
1: Yeah. And so speaking on some of these topics, um, I think one of the things that makes us unique for a larger company is that we don't hire someone outside of the organization to do this for us. We actually create our own content, and it's done in house based on the experiences we have with customers. So, how do you think that sets our content apart?
2: Um, I think our content is very relevant and real, and we have a lot of these relationships um, with these people. So, um, I think I think it gives us an, a unique opportunity to be able to tap into the relationships that we've built that have been very strong over the years and really amplify messages from a lot of different places. Um, And I think we have a lot of sort of boots on the ground across our, our company. So we have a lot of sales reps in the field. We have, um, you know, we have mills in several markets. We have um, our customer service center here, our operations center here in Fort mill, South Carolina. And between All of those people tapping into all of those resources, we're able to really generate content that isn't necessarily one-sided because we have a lot of different perspectives and access points into the industry, whether it's through industry organizations or with customers or with end users or with industry partners like OEM or... different thought leaders in the industry, you know, we're interviewing and we have interviewed many times over the years, Deborah Korn, who's a great thought leader in our industry or some of our OEM partners. So I think that it's, it's really been great because it's not just us speaking our story based on our experience, but we've brought in a lot of thought leaders from various places to help amplify their message and to help sort of solidify our thought leadership position in the market.
1: Yeah, and as as far as delivering the content, we do that several different ways. Could you kind of from a high level talk about some of the ways we deliver content and maybe the benefits of each and why you need that media mix versus just picking one vehicle and going with it?
2: Yeah. Um, Printed collateral, whether it's a large promotion for a brand or something that's more of a brochure, sell sheet type of thing, Um, So that's more of the traditional what you expect from a paper company. But we have really gone far beyond that with bringing in digital content, with bringing in um, online advertising. We launched a blog, I don't know, 10 years ago almost. Um, And so the blog was really, if you could be a fly on the wall when we launched the blog, it was one of those moments. Um, when Ashley and I had, well, we're just gonna, we're gonna fall on this one. This one is the one that we are gonna fall down and say we must have a blog, um, and we must have social media, and we must do these things, and we must do them well, because we could see something that maybe other people within our company couldn't see at the time, um, and they've been super successful. They've really set us apart. Um, and it wasn't something that you would see from a traditional paper company. So, um, we have the blog, they've given us the opportunity to enhance our content and get it out to more places, to more people. Um, it's easily shareable. Um, and we've enhanced that website many times over the years and elevated it. And I think our blog is one of the better blogs in the industry. Um, We also do a fair amount of digital marketing. We have some newsletters for some different types of customers. Um, And then, of course, we still engage with people in person. You know, we spend a lot of time in the market, obviously not necessarily during COVID, Um, but... Under normal circumstances, you know, we're engaged with industry events, we're visiting customers, we're doing sales meetings, we're doing, um, you know, sort of brand meetings and things like that with our customers across a wide range of customer types. And I think that it's super important to not hang your hat on one um, one way of communicating. So we're a paper company, and ultimately, we want to sell all the paper that we can, but we also recognize that people are not always at their mailbox. People are not always in in person with paper. And while we want them to experience that tactile nature of paper, there are people who are online. There are people who are on social media. There are people who want emails to find out what's going on. Um, There are people who wanna listen to podcasts or who want to read a blog. And so we wanna be able to tap into as many ways as we can reach customers so that at the point in which they're ready to make a decision, Domtar is ready and available to meet their need.
1: Right. So, of course, um, right now, this is our very first podcast, as I said at the beginning. So how is this um, going to be a great addition to that lineup?
2: I'm a little bit biased because I'm a podcast lover. Um, So I love podcasts. I, in my own personal life, I feel like knowledge is power and so the more that you can fuel your mind, whether it's through reading or listening to um, different information to sort of fuel that mind tank is super critical. And people have more time than they did before, whether you're not commuting um, or you are, um, you know, you have that hour lunch break or whatever the case may be. And you don't need to drive to go get your lunch because you're just going to walk 12 feet to your kitchen. Um you know, there, there. This is an opportunity for us to really tap into um, our audience and get information to them that they don't necessarily have to work super hard to get. They don't have to order it. They don't have to download it. They don't have to print it. They don't have to read it. They can just sort of engage with us and listen to what it is that we have to say. And then it gives our account managers, our sales reps the opportunity to follow up with their customers and see, you know, is the content resonating? Are there things that they'd like for us to talk about? We can feature customers in a new way. you know, our magazine, we've been able to feature a lot of customers over the years and a lot of influencers and a lot of big brands. And launching this podcast is only going to help us grow that. We're going to be able to tap into more people, you know, doing a podcast and and, and more frequently being able to reach people and, and a bit more timely. So I'll give you an example. You know, if we're going to launch a magazine in the fall, we do all those interviews probably in the summer for a fall launch of a magazine. Um, in this case, we have articles that we held in, in the spring because of the pandemic, and you know it's, it's really critical for us to be able to tap in real time. So now if there's something going on and we want to be able to tap into it quickly, this podcast or our blog, those are ways that we can tap into things more quickly and to really amplify messages that are current. Um, so I think it will be a nice complement to our already um, really robust marketing mix. Um, and we'll really set Domtar apart as a thought leader and an innovator from a marketing communications perspective.
0: Paper is the perfect vehicle for telling stories that support, inspire, and propel powerful ideas. It's tactile. It's memorable. It's lasting. That's why we've created a Paper Matters magazine to celebrate and inspire the evolving world of the paper and printing industries. Request your complimentary subscription at paper.domtar.com.
1: So, a few minutes ago, you mentioned that this whole initiative started with you and I just being the two people doing it. And so we did that. Um, we already had really busy, you know, full time jobs at Domtar, but we took it upon ourselves to go ahead and give this a go so i think a lot of printers from you know the ones i've talked to being out in the market you know of course not this year but previously um they struggle with the idea of um, putting resources whether mainly time towards content marketing because it's something new for them and they have this idea that you need you know content marketing experts or you need dedicated people to do it so what would you tell them and why should they give it a try
2: so I would say that um, at a minimum, a, 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 and I when I say minimum, I mean like bare minimum, at an absolute minimum, our, you know, converters, printers, they should at least have a platform somewhere. If it's a LinkedIn page, great. Have at least a platform somewhere where they can share content. And that's that's typically when I tell people who, who feel like, you know, oh, I don't have the resources for that or, oh, I, I couldn't invest any time or money or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I think a lot of people think we spend a ton of money on our social and we, we don't boost a whole lot of stuff. You know, we're just sort of organically sharing content and trying to get our messages out there. And I think that if you take, the mills and OEM partners and suppliers that you have and maybe some, and you look at your top 10 customers and you go out and you agree, okay, I'm going to have this LinkedIn page. I'm going to follow every single one of them. And you start with 20 companies that you follow. And then you start sharing their content as your customers are engaging with you and they see that you're sharing content. Then maybe you can see what type of content resonates with your customers. Then you can say, okay, this is the kind of content that is meaningful. I'm going to start generating some content about that. Um, And and you'd be surprised how quickly you can really build up a bank of content that then you can start sharing. And it doesn't have to be long form. It doesn't have to be full white papers. It doesn't have to be a giant blog. It doesn't have to be a 30-minute podcast. Um, It could be, you know, a couple of stats and a photo of what's going on in your plant today. It could be... um, some information about something that's going on in the postal service that you just want to share and put your perspective to it and how it's going to impact your customers or how it won't impact your customers or how it could benefit your customers. It's really just taking the conversations that you would have in a meeting and turning those into nuggets that you can then put out on your LinkedIn page or on your Facebook page to create something without a lot of resources. And and that's how you and I have built most of the relationships that we have in the industry because of content. Um, And I think that um, it's funny because I've met people that have seen, that have seen the two of us online, whether in a video or um, read our blogs or seen our photos and they're like, and I'm like, I have no idea who you are, you know? And so I think our, our our content has kind of put us put us in a position where um people know that we know what we're talking about and we're not just, you know, kind of typical um I know this sounds horrible, but we're not like the typical mill rep that you would expect. You know, we we have expertise, we have knowledge, we have varied backgrounds where we can come into a situation and help our customers and our, and our partners out. And I think that if you or our customers or a printer or a converter or whoever it may be, if they just commit to taking that step, stepping out and saying, I'm gonna do more than what I'm doing today. And if that means LinkedIn or Facebook or on a website with a blog, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you post 10 times a day and um, you have a million followers in a week. It's, you know, that would be awesome, but it's like, start small, start somewhere. And then as you build those relationships and you build that content that people are interested in, then you just continue to grow it, which is how we've sort of worked. I, I often say, you know, we kind of started grassroots style where Mm -hmm. we had to build something from nothing and I think we've done a really amazing job of building something from nothing um, and really showing people that content marketing is meaningful. Um, and honestly, I mean, our corporation started content marketing sort of after they realized the success that was happening within the paper business. So I think it's really cool to see how how content can elevate your brand, how it can how it can elevate the stature of your business in the mindset of the consumer or in the mindset of the customer and how it really can it can provide your company with unforeseen benefits that you wouldn't necessarily get by just having your products or your equipment or your capabilities on a website it really gives you an opportunity to have a different conversation Helps you move that conversation around the dreaded P word, um, helps you move away from those those transactional conversations and really move into conversations of value and how to help move the needle together.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think my favorite part of the whole journey has been what we learn from it, too, because it's a great opportunity to really learn even more than you thought you would about your customer and what they're into. Because I remember back in 2013, we were, you know, doing some blog posts to prepare for us going on maternity leave. And we did several just about various printing technologies and printing techniques. And we kind of thought it would be like filler content that it's a given that people already know it. Those were our top performing blogs that year. Right. You know, and so it's always fun to discover that sort of thing. And it really gives you, you know, more to work with in terms of talking to your customer. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting
2: because we have interviewed, over the years, we've interviewed people who our account managers have even had a hard time getting in front of. And and it's been a way for our, our content and our partnership in that way has opened doors for our sales reps that they weren't necessarily able to open themselves. and And I think even that is a testament that um, when you have those right kind of conversations, you know, you're not, we're not in sales. We, we do a fair amount of selling, but we're not in sales. And so when we go to have a conversation with someone that we're interviewing for a blog or for a magazine or now for the podcast, it sort of, they can promote themselves. It, it takes that guard down. Whereas if an account manager is going in there cold and may not have a relationship with them. This just gives, and this opens the door for them. And so I would say that the content has really opened the doors for some of our account managers. It's helped solidify some relationships and partnerships with customers. And it's helped our account managers grow some business that's really important and meaningful to
1: Domtar. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed being on this journey with you, V. It's been a lot of fun. And thank you so much for your time today.
2: Yeah, thank you. I'm excited for how
1: we see how this goes. (laughs) Well, that's all for today's episode of the Paper Matters podcast. Thanks for listening and thanks for joining today. And to everyone else out there that's listening, if you want to learn more about Domtar Papers, content marketing initiatives, visit paper.domtar.com. Thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: From the initial spark of an idea to the final published piece, when you have a story to tell, our paper is there. If you believe it's important to create memorable stories that support, inspire, and propel powerful ideas, then know that there's no better way to tell them than on paper. We're Domtar Paper. Learn more about us at paper.domtar.com.